you've made me smarter having been around you. My day is fulfilled. But anyways, I will, <laughs> my day is enriched. Is that fulfilled. fulfilled, yes. Enriched fulfilled. is better. Enriched, yes. My day has been enriched thanks to you, Ashley. Anyways, for the sake of time here, you would say on a scale of, here are the options, great, okay, and poor. And I'll ask the question three, each question three times so I can get how you would rate it. Great, okay, or poor. And the question, first question is, how many of you would say you feel like you have a great relationship with your parents? Raise your hand. Wow. That's a big fat zero there. How many of you would say you have an okay relationship with your parents? All right, that's everybody. So I don't even need to ask about whether or not you would have a poor relationship. So great and poor. You're kind of, you're teetering. Okay, how, so great relationship with one parent and then poor with the other? Is that the case? You're just not wanting to admit, right? Say no. <laughs> you can nod and say no to me. Okay. Um, how many of you would say your communication with your parents is great? Just one, just one. You're getting there, you say? Yeah. Okay, how many of you would say your communication is just okay with your parents? That, I'm, I feel like I'm falling in the category of okay. And then you would say your communication is poor. All right. Like, I, I appreciate your honesty. I won't let anybody know this. This is... This stays here. Lastly, how many of you would say your parents' understanding of who you are and what you're interested in is great? Negative on that. Another big fat zero. Borderline. He's, we got a borderline. All right. So the same question. They understand who you are and what you're interested in. It's okay. They know what I'm interested in, but do they really always try to help me with that? Do they really care? No. <laughs> they, they know, but they could care less. They could, yeah. Okay, and then you would say it's poor. They don't understand you. They don't have any... It's, it's Will Smith. They, yes, exactly. They just don't get me. Yes, exactly. Well, for me, growing up, I, I grew up in, in a family that my parents divorced when I was about three. I have um, one sister from my mom and dad, and then another sister from my mom and stepdad. Um, and so I, I lived with my mom from birth to 14, and then with my dad from like 14 on until I got married. And uh, living in a split home like that, I don't, I don't know um, exactly how many here may understand this, um, it was a challenge, not so much because like, oh, feel bad for me, my parents are divorced, it was challenged because there was completely different sets of rules at one house to the other. You know, I, I, I stayed with my mom, and there was these sets of rules, and I stayed with my dad, and, and there's these sets of rules. And, and, and my sisters and I actually learned how to navigate these rules so they could work out in our favor. We would manipulate them, and, and, and uh, you know, but for me, I, 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 I recall, I think about, um, for those that don't know, my mom died when I was like 18. I was about to graduate high school. I was like three months two, three months away from graduating high school, and, and I was not close with her when she died. But I remember as a kid, I loved my mom. I like practically worshipped her. I cherished who she was. And, uh, and I loved my dad as well. But I didn't always listen to them. That's probably true for every one of us in here at some point. Didn't always honor them. I didn't always respect them. And I, I, I did, and, and when I did, I, I probably didn't do it well. Even when I was doing it, I wasn't doing it well. Um, 
my mom was an addict, uh, a really bad addict, and she really struggled to show what I would consider to be a normal love. I think most people would consider there, there's a kind of an idea of love that we all kind of understand. And the way she showed love did not fall into to any category like that at all. It was not like that whatsoever. And, and I look back on that time, and I truly believe that my relationship with her could have been better, though. I mean, it could have been better. Not if she were different, although that would have made a difference. I mean, that would have made a huge difference. But it could have been better if I were different. If I knew what I know now, my relationship with my mom could have been or would have been better. Even though she wasn't a great person, she wasn't the best mom that she could be, the relationship could have been different. And what I want you to know as we talk about this tonight is no matter how good your parents are, no matter how bad you think they are, or how bad they really are, maybe they are really bad, and, you know, I, I, I don't know, um, maybe they beat you when no one's around, um, I say that jokingly. If that's like legitimate, we need to have a talk. <laughs> um, um, you know, no matter what kind of relationship would you have with your parents, you can have a better relationship with them, and it's not going to be based on who they are, but it's going to be based on who you are, because you are the only one that you can change. Don't miss that. You are the only one that you can change. Maybe you can change your parents a little bit. But at the end of the day, you are the only one that can change you. And it's possible, uh, I believe this is probably true for a few, that you argue with your parents a lot. I won't make you show, show hands. But you could nod, maybe. Anybody willing to admit that you argue with your parents a lot? There's a few. No? You don't argue with your mom, ever? She's not willing to nod. Okay. Yes, this is a safe place. Um... Maybe, for your kids. yeah, well, oh no, they argue a lot, especially Lila. No, I mean, so, like, if they were up here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Know yeah. Whether or not they would be like that's true, that's true. Um, maybe, maybe you argue with them a lot, maybe they don't listen to you, maybe they, maybe they barely, like, you feel like they barely know who you are. They just don't, again, parents just don't understand, they just don't, they don't get you, they don't understand who you are, and you'd rather them just leave you alone. Um, you know, no matter what... No matter where you fall in that, I believe that you can have a better relationship with your parents. And I think it starts with realizing that in all relationships, especially with your parents, it's not about trying to change them. Yeah, bless you. Sneezy. It's about trying to change who you are in that relationship. So I want to look at a very, po- I shouldn't say popular, that's probably not the right word, but a very common passage of Scripture. If you have your Bible or your your Bible app. We're going to start out in Exodus 20. Exodus 20. If you want a Bible, there's some good good ones over there. Exodus 20, verse 12. I imagine that every single person in here has at least heard this verse once. We heard it. If you were in Sunday school class this morning, you heard it this morning. Exodus 20, what? 20, verse 12. And then we'll go to Ephesians 6, just for those of you that are interested. I want to point out a couple things about this verse that maybe you never noticed before or never um, caught or, or never spent much time thinking about. Exodus 20, verse 12 says, How honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now I want to read it again from 
Ephesians 6, where Paul references this verse. He says in Ephesians 6, starting in verse 1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy a long life on the earth. And he goes on to talk about fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Um, Paul lays this out here. Pretty simple. We should honor our mother and father, our parents, in order that it may go well with us here on earth. Now, this is, he says this is the first commandment with a promise. This idea of honoring your father and mother is in many ways put on the same level in, in the Old Testament as, as observing, the, the, uh, observing the Sabbath, which is, you know, keeping this, keep the Sabbath holy, having that day of rest, which is really interesting because in the Old Testament times, keeping the Sabbath was like, was a major, major deal. I mean, it's not, it, it, we don't, I don't think we view that quite to the level that, that, that you know, the scriptures do in the, in, in, in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament. I, and I, I, I want to say that there's a passage that talks about like the idea of, major disobedience to God when we don't rest, but I, I can't remember exactly what it is, so I'm going to withdraw that, pretend like I didn't say that. Um, but anyways, it, it's it's a big, big deal. And then, to some level, even more, it's put on, this, on the, kind of the same plane as honoring God. Honoring your parents and honoring God in the same here. We, we should show reverence to our parents in our heart, from our mouth, with our hands, in our thought, in our word, indeed, in every aspect of our life. And this is not dependent on how good they are. I think that's what kind of blows me away about this. Um, honoring your parents has nothing to do with how good of a mom mom is, how good of a dad dad is. It has nothing to do with how good they are at their job or how much they love you or how much they do for you. Or even... I would go as far as to say, even if they're in the picture in your life at all, even if you, it's not connected to that, it's kind of a, a separate issue. It's completely on you. And I know this can be challenging because I think back about my own mom, and I really don't consider her to be someone who was very honorable. She was, uh, when I was a kid, I didn't understand that, but as I grew up and became a teenager and then got, you know, from about 14 on, really, when I went to move my dad, part of why I went to move with him was because I could not stand to be around my mom anymore. Not that I didn't love her. I just didn't like who she was as a person. And so it was very difficult to honor her. I didn't get a free pass, though, from that, although there were moments where I wish I did. Jesus takes this even further in Matthew 15, 4. He says, For God said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. I don't know about you, but I'd just rather honor my parents. I mean, honor my parents, be put to death. I think I'll choose life. <laughs> I mean, even no matter how bad it gets, I'll just choose to honor my parents. Now, <clears throat> this promise that we read about, where it says, so that, it may, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. When written to the Israelites, it was not just a promise that they would have a long life. I mean, it's not that uh, they would live for many years. I mean, it was, that was part of it, but there was more to it. This idea of a long life in the land God had promised them, the land of Canaan. And 
as I think about that in relation to us, and, and their, their children's children were going to experience the blessings of God if, if the generations before them honored their parents. Now, I know this is probably not something that you think about on a daily basis. Kyle might be the only person, you know, and Allison and Brooke and, and myself. But if you, you obeying your parents has an effect in your life that will last for generations to generations. Think about your children. Your obedience to God and to your parents will affect your children one day. It may even affect their children and then their children. I mean, can, can you imagine that? I know it's kind of, it probably is kind of hard to think about that. But the choices you make now have an, a lifelong, possibly generational impact. Um, his blessings, God's blessings, will carry on in, in our life and then carry on to the generations behind it. Bond us. Now, Pastor Mark talked about this a lot in his sermon last Sunday, the idea of honor. And I want to kind of hit on that just a little bit because I feel like I'd be obviously doing a disservice to talk about honoring your parents and not break that down a little bit more. Um, this idea of honor and, and, and navigating the concept of honor as it relates to our relationship with our parents um, is, is very much related to this idea of giving glory or fame or, or renown um, to, to something. It, it, the, the Hebrew word is, is tameo. Which I was, I was researching this word all week. I kept thinking tomato. I could not get tomato out of my mind. Um, but it's not. It's tomato. Which is like, it means to estimate or to fix a value to. Um, it, it made me think immediately of like money. I mean, we give, and I don't have a dime on me. Otherwise, I would bust out a dollar. Or if I had like, it would be awesome if I had a $100 bill. <laughs> to actually have a $100 bill first. <laughs> But, I mean, we value that in our culture because it ha- it's honorable. It's, it's something that is honored. I mean, you can take that somewhere and buy something for it and exchange it for goods or for services or for, you know, we, it has weight to it. And, and I think we accept that as, as considered honorable and it carries this, this value with it as, as a payment in our culture. And, and this is how we should look at our parents. They have value they have weight they have they're 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 honorable even if they're not as as a person it's the position how many of you have seen a movie like gladiator or like a where it has roman type stuff in it yes no no never well what about a movie like with a prince or a princess or a king or a queen there now we're speaking your language right okay you, you ever see the scenes in the movie where they like bow before the king or the queen or the Caesar or whatever? I always think of uh, Gladiator because he was not an honorable Caesar. He was this terrible person, the second one, not the first one, for those of you who have seen it. And uh, he didn't deserve to be honored. But it was the position. People bowed before him. They kissed his ring. They, they, they did all these crazy things. He was, he was basically famous. They lowered themselves before him. Not because he deserved it, not because mom and dad necessarily deserve all that, but because the position that they have, that God has placed them in, demands glory, weight, fame, power, respect, and honor. And I had this awesome video that I wanted to show you, and I couldn't get my computer to, to behave, 
and let me show it. It kept showing like half the screen. But for those of you that, I guess only maybe two of you, did you guys go on the trip to D.C. when you were in eighth grade? Oh, my gosh. We really? Didn't have that one. Oh, anybody? Are you going to go on a trip to D.C. when you're in the eighth grade? Oh, so sad for you guys. Okay, well, when I was in the eighth grade. I still want to go to D.C. just in the laptop. You want to? Yeah. You've been? Have you, did you get a chance to go to the, the Arlington Cemetery? Okay. At the cemetery in Arlington, there is what they call the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say this? Okay. At this tomb, I believe there are two soldiers buried that we have no idea who they are. They are obviously unknown. <laughs> Hence the name. And uh, outside of this tomb, a Marine soldier marches 24-7. There is never a moment, a day, a time when there is not somebody guarding that tomb. It's, it's constant. In a hurricane, there was somebody standing out there guarding that tomb. And the changing of the guard, they have, they're on 24-hour watches. It is unbelievable. We got to see the changing of the guard. And even just talking about it now kind of gets me. I don't know why that stuff gets me, but it's just there's so much honor in, the, in what they're doing. I mean, they are, they, their uniforms are pristine, perfect. There's not a, 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 not a, a, a fuzz, a, anything. I mean, it is like perfect. And their motions are, are absolutely perfect. Perfection is completely demanded by these soldiers as they march. 21 paces, back and forth. A 21-second rest each time. They turn and they have their rifle. And when they change, I mean, it's just incredible. So much honor and respect. And, and I, I really felt like, I wish I could have showed that because that would have been such a great visual, visual whatever. Visual aid. There you go. <laughs> of what I'm trying to talk about, this idea of honoring your parents. I believe that if we could get this idea of honor figured out and start with the relationship between our parents and maybe begin to let that overflow into relationships with other people, with our friends, with people, strangers even, just people in general, you know, spouses one day, for those of you, you know, and, you know, and, and now for, for Kyle and, and those of us married, you know, honoring, just honoring other people, I believe that it would make a huge difference in our relationships. And I, I would even go as far as to say I think it would make our world a better place, you know. I want to take this a little bit further, though, and I want to give you some things that are a little more practical um, because I understand, like, the idea of honoring your parents isn't exactly something tangible that you can take home and, and try to immediately put to practice. Um, I mean, maybe it is to some degree, but not quite as some, some of these other things. I want to give you... Eight things real quick, and then we're going to be done. And Nathan, I'll sing us another song. And, and this list was so much shorter when I started, but I just kept thinking of more and more things and that, that are, you know, helpful. Um, eight things, eight steps to, to better relationships. And the first one is be respectful. Honor them. I mean, I think we pretty much covered that, but just, you know, making sure that I state that. Honor your parents. Respect them. Number two... <clears throat> Establish some rules, or uh, maybe another way of saying this, establish some goals that you and your parents could sit down and talk about and abide by in your interactions. I mean, maybe you guys argue so much that nothing ever gets done in your communication. Well, sitting down and saying, okay, when we 
when we talk, when we're going to deal with stuff, we're not going to yell at each other. That's going to be rule number one. Rule number two is we'll listen. You know, or, or, or maybe instead of establishing rules, establish a goal of saying, okay, here's what I want out of our communication, out of our interaction, out of our time together as we I mean, interact with one another. Number three, avoid arguing. I mean, that seems so simple, but avoid arguing. Nothing will ever get solved but arguing. Keeping your attitude in check and, and speaking respectfully is, is going to go much further than uh, being rude or hateful. Um, number four, recognize that you cannot change them, but you can change. I said that once already, and again, I just believe so much in that you're never going to really probably change your parents. I mean, maybe in small doses, but not enough to make such a difference that it's going to be radical. Um, number five, be mature, kind, calm when talking with your parents. Again, that seems kind of self-explanatory, but I know that wasn't always true for me. Um, maturity, calmness, and humility will result in greater things than throwing a fit, than forcing your own way, than yelling. Um, number six, determine... Uh, and, and, and this is a little, this one's a little strange, but determine the reasons for why you want to have a good relationship with your parents. This might be more applicable for those of us that are older, but I think this is true for all of us. Why do you want to have a good relationship with your parents? Maybe you don't. But I think, I really believe this, that if you take what we, you know, this idea of honoring your mother and father and understand that God desires for us to have a good relationship with our parents good relationships in general, you know, then that should be reason enough for you to want to at least make an effort to have a good relationship with your parents. Um, get yourself in the, you know, you get in your heart, your own heart and mind in the right place um, first, and then you kind of work on, work on that relationship. Number seven, and this is, I think these last two are probably the top two other than honoring, um, Affirm that they're doing a good job, or, or maybe I'll go as far as say a great job as your parent, as your mom or your dad, and let them know that you love them. Do you realize that probably no one in the lifetime that your, your parents have been your parents has anyone ever come to them and said, you're a good mom, you're a good dad. I, I would be shocked to hear that story. And how amazing would it be if, if just... Not because they did anything for you or because they, you know, made you your favorite meal or they took you out to dinner or bought you something. Just, you just went up to them tonight and said, you know what? You are a great dad. You are a great mom. And I love you. I think, I mean, you know what? That could change, that could totally change the dynamic of your relationship with your parents if you just did that. And really mean it. Don't be like, you're a great mom. You're a great dad. Do what? Yeah, you didn't say I had to say this. Um, and then lastly, and I know this works. I think this is true for all relationships. Pray for your parents in private when you're by yourself. Pray for them in your prayer time. But then actually pray for them when they're around out loud where they can hear you. I mean, maybe if you pray at the supper table or something or you... You pray, you know, I mean, we pray with our girls before bedtime, and, and sometimes Lila prays, and it is the sweetest, cutest prayers, you know, and I hope that she'll continue to do that as she gets older, because she actually prays for mommy and daddy, you know, 
and, and I love that. And I just think if you, if you one time even prayed for your parents out loud, I, I think it would, it, would cre- it would just be huge. I mean, I know that that was true um, for my relationship here with Pastor Mark. I mean, that was one of the first things. I just, God just prompted me to pray for him. And uh, I know it made, a, it made a huge difference on him. Um, and I believe that it would make a huge difference in your relationship with your parents. It could radically change your relationship. With your words, your actions, and with a realization that you are the only person that can change, you could totally transform the relationship with you, have, you have with your parents. And unfortunately, this is a relationship for some. I say that for some. This is a relationship you're going to have for many, many years. I mean, unless something tragic happens. It's not like some, you know, the people that you go to high school with or, or go to school with that odds are you're never going to see again. I mean, I can think of like two people that I graduated with that I actually see once or twice a year, you know. It, Allison. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's about it. That's the only only person I but we didn't graduate. I see her more than once I see her more than once twice a year. But I didn't graduate with her either. So it's a great yeah, we don't hardly ever talk. Or, we don't even we don't even live in the same house. Yeah. So it's where was I? <laughs> oh yeah. Um this this is a relationship that you're going to have for a while. And why not try to make it the best relationship that, that it can be? Um, and so, don't let pride and a desire to get uh, your way prevent you from having a great relationship with your parents. Let's pray together. I think we're pretty short on time. I don't know.